When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now, my favorite color commentator in the entire world, Mr. Lamont Lovett. Hello, Lamont. How you doing? Good. How you doing, buddy? All right. First, um, I had a bunch of people ask because I know you're a sneakerhead. And what did you think about the dropping of the new U of A basketball jerseys? I got to get that out of the way first. I thought they were cool. I thought they were clean. I'm, I'm always for a clean you know, look. I don't like stuff to be too busy. So I'm I got no problem with them. I thought they looked clean. They were sharp. Okay, cool. All right. Now, let's talk, and you and I text pretty much all week about, let's talk about Cal, and then we'll go forward with Colorado. But okay. here's kind of what I think about the Cal game, is that offensively, throughout, uh, throughout you know, four games, I have no questions about the offense. I am more than okay with the offense. We'll get to that. Defensively, though, it was obviously, it's been a really tough road to hoe this against North Dakota State, against Colorado. What have you seen so far? Or excuse me, California, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they, we started to kind of see it. You know, I thought they looked pretty sharp in the first game against San Diego State, against North Dakota State. Um, we started to see some some issues. Um, right. North Dakota State at times was running the ball at will. They were starting to run it directly down Arizona's throat, and they looked at they were getting overpowered at times. Um, but then they were opportunistic and came back and made plays, um, you know, when they needed to. But for the most part, you know, they were getting kind of dominated up front. Um, against North North Dakota State, so that that was kind of a, you know a little bit of an eye opener. Um, but you you know you were thinking, is it an anomaly because of what they do, or is it you know? But of right. course, you once you put something on film, that's who you are. It doesn't matter what you what you say. And uh, so, sure enough, I knew we were going to see a lot of the same things when you know they faced Cal, and, and that's you know Cal came right at them doing a lot of pulling pressing and pulling, doing the same type of things, and had a lot of success. And so basically Arizona's just got to show that they can be more disciplined and that, that, and that, that you know, 
they got some guys that can take on the run, can take on blocks, get off blocks. They're going to have to, right. you know, go back to the basics again. Um, I think it will probably do them some good um, to, to, to rotate more guys in there, you know, and get some more got some more size in there. Um, it's it's interesting because they, you know, you run with the same guys, you know, for most of the game, and I understand it because you, you know, you get used to. I mean, it's a comfort level of having the starters in there. Um, but you know, when you when you when you're in there for this many plays and when teams are going right. to tempo on you, you know, guys can get worn out. So I, I think that you know you might want to go a little deeper into the bench. Um, I want to. I'd like to see some more big big bodies out there. I mean, what's happening to guys like you know? That was going to be my next question. I because I'd love to see, and I I get um I get you know playing the guys that you're comfortable with, but I'd love to see a little bit of a Sterling. Or I'd love to see a little bit of a Sterling Lane in there. I'd love to see just a couple other guys. Um, let's talk about the linebacking core because we talked about, you know, Jerry Roberts has been, you know, um, a little bit of a rough game, but overall he's been Arizona's best linebacker. Would you like to see them maybe move to a more of a linebacker, uh, heavy set, or how would you like to see Arizona try to compare or counteract what teams are going to try to keep doing? It depends. I mean, like North Dakota state was bringing in, you know, multiple packages and they were, they were shuffling in different packages, different linebacker, I mean, different sets with multiple tight ends. Right. So if you're facing teams that bring in different packages, you may want to have some packages ready, maybe heavier packages, you know, to counteract what those teams are doing. Um, it was hard with North Dakota State because they had so many packages. They had like 20 different packages. For sure. Nevertheless, you know, um, if they're bringing in a bunch of tight ends and you got a bunch of DBs in there, you know, that's that's what North Dakota State's strategy was. They were going to try to make us play, you know, fight inside of a box and, and see if, if they could stand up to all those tight ends and fullbacks and, you know, ginormous running backs that are coming downhill on Arizona, and they struggle with it. So um, for whatever reason, um, they, Arizona struggled with it. But it's usually when you look at the film, it's it's, it's usually, you know, you can usually see what the, the reasons are. And, and coaches alluded to it. You know, it's being undisciplined, you know, guys just trying to not, not doing their assignments, you know, doing other people's assignments, overrunning things, opening up, you know, opening up the gate. So, for me, what I like to see in those situations is I, I, I'm the type. What I used to remember playing is, you know, it'd be like nobody has a position this week. We got everybody's gonna fight for their position. Yep. People practice. just keep in mind Lamont played on maybe the best call or team with the maybe the best college defense ever. So keep that in mind. Keep going. And it was always, you know, it was always a competitive situation. Right. And if you know, if you guys were doing a poor job blocking, if you're doing a poor job this, we went. What we ended up doing is getting back in. Is going back to the basics, and we would be, be a, a bloody practice out there. We'd be running full line. We'd be doing stuff like that. I know there's limitations to what you can do now, but you know there's no substitute for tackling. There's no substitute for you know going full line and just just getting in there and working on the fundamentals. Now you can still do things without bringing taking guys to the ground, but I think that you know you just got to go back to the basics and you just got to rep things over and over again until you see guys and you got to have guys you know, doing things that are uncomfortable, coming up, taking on blocks, you know, guys, and, and, and you just got to rip things over and over again. And, and I've seen the practice and, and Coach Nancy, he's a very fundamental coach. Right. And I know um, the, the level of coach that he is. And I know that they're going to be, they're going to be grinding this week in practice and, until they see some, some, you know, some progress. I want to talk to Lamont a little bit kind of about the future of the defense, then get to the offense here in just a second. But got to tell you about two things. Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Check it out. Watch parties going down there Saturday. And I want to tell you about Tap and Bottle. We have a, a watch parties for every away game. Really good showing last week. Love to keep that going. Come check us down at Tap and Bottle downtown. 
every way, basketball and football game. All right, Lamont. So here's what I, I look at Arizona. And it's kind of a weird conglomeration here. And they, there's clearly more talent on this defense than there was last year at this point. And what I mean by that is you've got a lot of young guys that you can tell are going to be good and they're going to be good in time. I think the average person just looks at it and says, oh, well, you know, it's the same old Arizona defense. But if you look at it, you've got, just look at the DBs alone. You've got a guy, you've got a guy in an Ephesians Prysock. You've got a guy in a Takario Davis. These are guys that just look different. They're young though. You look at the linebacking core, Jacob Manu, you can tell he's going to be a player. He's, you know, he's a little short or a little small right now. You know, you've got a Deuce Lane in there as well. Deuce Davis also on the edge. There is help coming and it's within the program. But I think for the average Arizona fan that maybe you don't necessarily see that. And they're just like, well, it just looks like the same defense. It looks like the same exact personnel from last year. To me, it's a little bit different. Yes, they're going to take their lumps, but there's more talent right now on this roster than there was last year. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some some talent on the roster. There's no question about that. Um, I think what you want to see in the linebacking car, I think you want to see those guys get bigger and, mm. and a little more more physical down there. Because I I think if I'm looking at you know Arizona's linebackers and I'm a different team, I'm thinking they're kind of smallish. You know, yes. When you when you're looking at it, and that's just the, that's the youth of the group. I mean, Jerry Roberts is the you know he's a senior and he's what two thirty, but everyone else from there is a lot of two hundred and fifteen, two hundred. Right, right, right. So. Um, you know, whatever happens this year, the teams are going to challenge that. They're going to they're going to challenge that. So that's what I think the challenge for Arizona too is to try. You know, you want to get your best guys out there on the field, um, but I think size and strength also matters down there. So I, I like to see you know rotate some more guys in there, even on the D line. You know, I'm like what happened to guys like Jason Harris and some of these really you know they got some big guys down there that right. if anything you know if you got a guy that's big and athletic and you know, put him down in the box and see, let's see what he can do. I just want to maybe rotate some more guys in there to get some fresh bodies in there to keep guys fresh. So guys are running to the ball. I think the most important thing is, you know, obviously being disciplined in, in your in your assignments, but everybody running to the ball. And, and if you can keep guys fresh and keep, you know, fresh legs in there, maybe you can have some more success in that area. One thing that does kind of annoy me and every fan base does this, and I fall into this as well, is when people say, well, you got Colorado and then the next winnable game is ASU. I don't, I don't subscribe to that theory. And I thought you made a really good point when you said, listen, Arizona was in it against Utah. Arizona was in against UCLA last year. Arizona generally beats teams that you don't expect them to beat. And that's, I mean, heck, that goes back to the, you know, the Tommy, you could even go back to Larry Smith with that. So, and you look at it, I think Utah is going to be a neck. I don't want to say impossible game. But Utah is going to be a very, very difficult game for Arizona. But I don't see why Arizona can't hang and beat Wazoo. I don't see why they can't hang and beat UCLA. Um, obviously, we've talked about uh, ASU as well. So I don't really buy this. Well, after Colorado, we'll see you at uh, ASU in November. I don't really, I don't subscribe to that theory at all. Well, I'm sure the team doesn't either. You know, I mean, right. that's why they play the games, right? Right. Um, I. I mean, if you think you're going to lose, then you're right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think any got body on their on their squad is going into a game going, well, we're not going to win this one, so let's get, get ready for next week. I think, you know, if you look at the makeup of this team, last year, what did they average, like 17 points a game? Right. They're averaging like 29, 30. Mm -hmm. That would actually won a couple more games last year if you, if you look at it like that. Um, so I really think that they just need to, you know, they need to – you start to find out what type of team you are after the first few games. You start to find out where your holes are and, and you know, what, what holes you got to plug. And I think, you know, those are, those are obvious right now. And I think they're, you know, they're searching for some solutions right now 
um, in practice. And I know they're going to continue to work on those things until they improve. And if they can, if they can make some improvements on the defensive side of the ball, um, with the way that they're scoring, they're going to be in every game. It doesn't matter who they're playing. So it's, it's going to come down to who makes the most plays and who makes the most mistakes and who plays the best. You know, it's, there's no, this is a, this is a win. This is a loss. That's not how the game works. That's why they play the game. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. You said from you said from day one, and you told me this last year. You said, "I'm telling you, this coaching staff can evaluate talent." And um, and you know, in uh, we talk about a bunch of the recruits they bring in, but Lamont, it's never more glaring how good this staff is at identifying talent is on the offensive side of the ball. Now, I get it when you bring in transfer portal guys, you're hoping for an instant contribution, but just look at this, Jaden Delora. No matter what, sure, he's had a couple bad throws. Jaden Delora has been a B-plus and A quarterback for Arizona this season. Uh, Jacob Cowing has been everything and more people thought. Tanner McLaughlin, same way. I mean, these are not these are not guys, especially McLaughlin, that people were looking at and saying, oh, well, that's a surefire contributor. So they overhauled the offense in no time flat right now to where it's not only a good unit, it's an above-average unit, Lamont. Oh, yeah. The name of the game is talent evaluation. And that's why he has that big staff in there that's, yeah. you know, breaking down film and looking at guys and, and taking tips from, you know, I mean, they're all about making this team better. I mean, you know, even us guys as alumni, what they have told us, if you see somebody, you know, somebody put that person in front of us and, and we're going to go out there and, and, and take a look at them. Let me ask you this. Sorry to interrupt you, but how refreshing is that just as an alum like yourself to have a coaching staff that is fully engaged and they want to hear from you if you've got someone? It, it, it's it's such a no brainer. You know, you got guys that are coaches, high school coaches. You got guys that have played in the NFL. You got guys that know what it looks like. It doesn't. If we've played the game, you know what a, what a talented person looks mm-hmm. like. And so we're like, hey, I know somebody. I have a connection over here. You guys need to come take a look at this guy. You need right. to value. And you know, I, I send stuff to Brandon Sanders all the time. He gets it right in front of the staff. And in matter of fact, it's popped on some of the guys that that I've actually sent to him. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these guys are really evaluating and, and they, you know, they don't need someone else's evaluation. They make their own evaluations of what they like. And, and they, like I say, you got a lot of, a lot of experience here. And so, yeah, I absolutely um, 100% trust the evaluation of the staff. And it's been a while, but I'll tell you one thing. They've got a nice little stable of running backs too. That little triumvirate right there where you've got Michael Wiley, who I think people have always kind of slept on a little bit just because it seems like he's been here so long, but he's got good vision. He's elusive. Then you got Jonah Coleman. You got DJ Williams. Those are three pretty good backs that they can uh, bring in and out. They can all do a little bit of different stuff, Lamont. No, no question about it. They're the... They, they hit some home runs on those guys, bringing them in. I even like the guys that are not playing. I mean, Drake Anderson and mm-hmm. Stevie Rocker, those guys can play. Those guys right. contributed last year, you know. So, yeah, no, there, there's talent. There's definitely talent. And, and I, I, I do have to give a shout-out to uh, to Coach Carroll man, because, um, you know, the offensive line struggled at times last year. And, and they have been – I mean, there were times in the Cal game where DeLora was sitting back there you know, mm-hmm. one, 1,000, two, 1,000. Right, were, right. I mean, they were blitzing and they were picking it up. I mean, big, big improvement in that area. I mean, I just, I, and it's noticeable. The improvement is noticeable. They're, they're doing a great job of switching on blocks and, you know, coming downhill on people. So they have, you know, dramatically, ch- I, I saw in the first game that they had dramatically changed, but that, that's right. a big improvement, a big jump from last year. So big shout out uh, to Brendan Carroll for, for that offensive line and his improvement. Look, 
let's talk about a couple of those guys here, but just want to tell you two quick things here about game time. This is America's newest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score deals on tickets, sports, concerts, save up to 60% when you buy tickets last minute. I am not a procrastinator, but there's many out there that are, and this is the spot to go. If you love PHNX, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. All right. Jonas Sabanea. Um, it really caught my attention when Jed Fish said, I've been coaching a long time, and I don't know that I've ever seen a freshman come in that looks like Jonah does at 330 pounds. And he's lost a little bit of weight since then. But Lamont, this guy is absolutely rare air. Again, I mean, he looks like the kind of guy that Alabama gets as a freshman. This is a guy that, barring injury, has the world in front of him, and you're going to be hearing his name for a lot. He's special. Oh, yeah. It's, I can tell you what, it's rare when a, a freshman can come in, a true freshman can come in and play at this level. That's the reason why you typically redshirt your linemen, your defensive linemen, because usually, even if they weigh, you know, 320 pounds, it's usually all baby fat when they get right. here. But he was, he was, he was pretty put together. He was pretty powerful from the time he got here from right away from spring. He, he announced himself like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. coming to the job. And, and you know he's earned it, and he and he's and he's he's held his own in there. You know I've, I haven't seen him getting overwhelmed out there. He's held his own. So yeah, he's got a he's got a bright future in front of him. If he can stay healthy and you know continue to, to train like I know he's going to train here, he's, he's got a bright future in front of him. What have you seen from Jordan Morgan just from when he first stepped foot in the program to now where he's grading out really high? If you look at pro football focus, he's one of the higher graded tackles in the conference. You've already had Jed Fish talking about how much he how has he improved, and what have you seen? He's improved everywhere. Um, last year, there were a couple of times where I felt like he was getting over overextending, and I know he had some injury problems going into the season, but I haven't seen anybody overwhelm him this year. He's always been strong as an ox. I mean, he's always been really, really strong, but now you're starting to see it translate on the field. He's getting his hands on people, and they're not going anywhere. And he just, I mean, he's been dominant this year. Beautiful pa- uh, pass protection. I mean, his side has been locked down. I don't think he's given up a sack this year. And um, knock on wood, but he's he's having a great season and really, really shown like a huge jump from last year to this year. And I'm just really proud, you know, of the progress that he's made um, in this position because he's he's putting himself in position to do some big things. Now, let's uh, so move, moving on then, just looking at the rest of the conference then. I thought going into the year that it would be a big win for Arizona if you could get five five wins. And because, again, people need to remember – Yes, Arizona's better, but you're almost the victim of being better at that point because now people want so many more wins. I get it. Everybody wants to win games. They didn't look very good against Cal in a lot of different aspects. But I still look at it, and like we talked about, they should be able to beat Colorado. I get that um, nobody ever wants to circle in a victory, but and I'm not going to do it, but whatever. But you got Colorado. I, the, the path to four or five wins is still absolutely there, Lamont. And on top of that, if you can go into the offseason, if you're Jed Fish and you can sell that entire thing off, you know, listen, I came here and there was a 20-game losing streak. We got to first win. Now we got four or five. This next year, you start pushing into that seven or eight. The progress is still on path here. I know people get a little dejected by what you, sometimes what happened, especially against Cal, but the progress is still there when you look at a big picture. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you have to not be blind and not see the progress. Right. They made a lot of progress. 
Bears this year. Obviously, on the offensive end, they they, they are much much different. They've they've scored on every single team that that's that they played against this year, um, and I think that that's going to continue. I think they're only going to get better um, offensively. And like I say, if they they can just all they got to do is tighten things up on the defensive side. You got to be you know you got to be shutting teams out, but you what you got to do is the basics. You know you got to be in position. You got to give yourselves an opportunity to win by being where you're supposed to be and run into the ball, some basic things. And they just got to, you know, and, and those are all, like I say, like, like coach Nancy said, they're all correctable things. So they get some of those things in order. Um, you know, I, I, I still think that there are some victories to be had out there and I'm, you know, I'm, I fully expect that to happen. I fully expect there to be some upsets this year. Um, it's just all about focus, man. And you got to play better. That's all. All right. One last thing before we sign off and I want to get Lamont's prediction here, morefurniture.com, M-O-R furniture supplied the entire PHNX studio with everything there. Great deals going on. Check out morefurniture.com, M-O-R furniture.com. All right, Lamont, what are you looking for Saturday against Colorado? Obviously Colorado is not a good team, but that doesn't mean that you're not expecting certain things and you want to see from Arizona. What are you looking for from behind the booth? Well, Colorado's improving, you know, I mean, I'm, that just, you know, no matter what anybody says, they found they finally have got their quarterback and they, they actually looked better last week. They scored, I think, 14 points against UCLA, but actually moved the ball at times last week and they looked a little bit better running the ball. So I expect them to take a few more steps forward this weekend. Again, they're looking at us like we look like food to them right now. Right, right. <laughs> of, you know, what, what happened on defense last week. So we've got we've to elevate our game. I think we've got to come out and play well, all aspects, special teams, um, defense, offense. If we can do that, um, if the offense is, is hitting on all cylinders, I, I, I still expect us to, you know, I do expect a victory, um, but, you know, it's, it's not going to be given to us. They got to play well. So I, I, I really am um, looking forward to a focused performance from them, and I'm looking for some improvements on the defensive side of the ball. I'm looking, looking for all those things. And if they can do all those things, then, yes, they absolutely should, uh, should come out with a victory at home. All right, Lamont, I can't thank you enough for hopping on, my man. We're going to sign off, but again, we'll be in touch. You know I'll be bothering you. So, again, always appreciate your time, buddy. Always a pleasure, man. All right. Bear down, back the A. Bear down, back the A. I got it right there. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. (laughs) 